Welcome back to the Admissions Uncovered podcast. It's the college admissions podcast for the students, by the students. This week, I'm joined by somebody very, very cool. You know, I think what's very special about my podcast, our podcast, is that it's a college admissions podcast made by me who just went through college admissions for the people who are about to go through college admissions or if you're going to high school, if you're going into senior year, going through college admissions. And I think there's just something very special about that like peer-to-peer advice. And so that's why I'm so lucky to be joined by Tealand. He's the host of the Major Jobs podcast, which talks about jobs and, and talks about jobs that young people might be interested in. And, and he's actually a young person himself, a high school senior. So Tealand, why don't you, you introduce yourself to our audience? Okay, sure. So my name is Tealand and I host the Major Jobs podcast. And basically what that is about is I talk to people with different jobs. So it's probably a step up from this podcast where you talk about college admissions. I talk about the step further, which is career wise. And I started it because uh, a lot of my friends didn't really know what they wanted to do in the future major wise or career wise. And I thought, uh, it would be an interesting thing to just talk to people and learn about their majors and then learn about what they did with those majors and what they did career-wise. So I, I've talked to uh, software engineers at Google. I've talked to accountants, lawyers, a bunch of different jobs that are like, you know, pretty standard, but also like really interesting people like Grammy winning bands or like a linguist for Game of Thrones who created the language uh, Dothraki. So it really ranges from a wide array of different people. And I like talking to them because I learn a lot about what they did in college and what that pathway was like from college to what they do now and how you can kind of emulate that with your own life and how you can go in a pathway after college as well, like uh, a pathway that you aspire to do. Yeah, and, and your Game of Thrones one actually got picked up by Spotify as a, as a featured podcast, right? Yeah, so that was actually one of the, uh, it was like featured number one on Spotify for a set amount of time, and that was pretty amazing. That's really cool. I actually, I think that that helped, that Spotify podcast feature actually helped him. Um, so I think there's like a Wired videos where like people talk about uh, like ex- like experts talk about their field. So one day on my recommended, it popped up that he was on the Wired, uh, he was on the Wired episode about how to make a language of yourself. And I was like, did I did I help? Did that? you no, do that? I probably didn't. No, I probably didn't. <laughs> no, no, I was like, did I did credit, I insta- take did the Wired? No, I didn't. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. The Major Jobs saying. Podcast is making major moves. <laughs> no, but. Like okay, I'm not I'm not taking credit for that, but I'll he, take he credit already, for you. He was already a big name uh, before that, so that that wasn't my that I didn't influence that. But I, I I'll just say that um, it surprised me when that popped up onto my recommended feed. But it's still so cool that you were able to get him on and and get you know people like him on. Um, you're gonna have a very very cool podcast. I don't know when you're releasing it. I don't know when when we're releasing this one, but. But basically, people, some cool stuff coming. Check out the Major Jobs podcast. <laughs> um, but but now that we're here about college admissions, since you're a high school senior, I think you have a really interesting take on things. You know, I just went through it, but obviously everybody takes college admissions differently and, and thinks about it differently and has different stories to tell on their their you know college admissions. And I think one thing very special 
about you is that you know you, you started a podcast, which is obviously I think a very very different thing. We were talking right before the show about just how few content creators like of our age group there are. Obviously, YouTube vloggers and things like that, but but not that many focused on on podcasting. I think.、Mm. So so, why don't you tell me a little bit about why you started a podcast? Because that's certainly a very different extracurricular activity than than certainly most、mm-hmm. of my peers did.、Mm-hmm. So yeah,、uh, so I already talked about the motivation for starting it, which was because a lot of my classmates and my friends didn't know what they want to do in the future. But in terms of why actually a podcast itself, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I know that they're easily like. Like it's easy to just listen to them when you're commuting, or it's like it's like I I think it's one of the like largest gr- growing like、uh, mediums out there because of how easy it is to just listen to a podcast and then、um, like while you're driving or something. And I knew I wanted to do something like that, and I also thought about making videos, but、uh, as I I knew how to video edit, but it really wasn't something that I wanted to do because. Of the like the time it took, because I knew audio, like I didn't know how to audio edit yet, but I just knew that editing the audio would be easier than video editing, because I had like dabbled a little bit in audio editing before, and I knew that it was gonna be, it wouldn't take like three hours compared to like it wouldn't take three hours, because video editing would usually take three hours for me, but for audio editing, it might take like twenty minutes or to like forty minutes to edit an episode, while video editing would probably take like. You know, three times, four times that amount. So I knew I wanted to do something in the audio space. And in terms of actually setting it up and getting it running, I had no idea how to do it. So I probably spent like about a month just learning everything on my own, watching YouTube videos,、uh, just going online and seeing the different tutorials out there. And I have like this little beat up microphone that I had, so I started using that, and then、uh, that's how it started. And then I, I don't think a lot of people know this, but my first episodes, it was just me talking by myself with the microphone. I actually didn't have any interview. Wow,、uh, I didn't know that. I didn't have any interviews, and I've deleted them all now because I don't. Want <laughs> you don't like them. Yeah, I don't like them. But it was me basically talking about the top ten most. Wanted jobs in America, and I would just go down the list of like one to ten and talk about them to myself. And then, so after those, I started going on to interviews. You know, like your story is very similar to how I got started.、Uh, I actually didn't have an external microphone when I had co-hosts, my co- original co-host Dominic and me. We would sit around this small cramped closet in in our in our <laughs> school, and we would record from. The microphone embedded in, in in our laptop, and if you know anything about audio, that embedded microphone is awful. It picks up so much echo. If you have three people talking into it, the reverb is real. It's it's like not a good podcasting situation. And obviously, it was in a school. There were lots of noises with people like screaming and running through the halls outside. And, and so, our first couple of episodes were pretty bad. And so, you know, I. Yeah, you know, the advice I gave on on your podcast over、um, at majorjobspodcast dot com. Majorjobspodcast dot com. I we we did an episode on on Tilan's podcast too, and the advice I gave at the very end 
I will repeat here, is, is, is that if you have an idea, just do it. Even if you don't have the equipment, even if you don't really know how to do it, if you, even if you don't have a perfect plan. Because once you start, you'll start to figure things out. Whereas if you just spend all your time planning, you might never start. And all that plan, planning and all that thinking will, will, will go to waste. Mm. Um, you know, like one, one question I have for you is, is obviously like you had the motivation to start it. You kind of had a really bootstrappy approach to starting it. Um, what was the reaction from your peers? Because this is obviously not mm-hmm. a standard thing to do. Not every high school mm-hmm. student is like, ah, let's start a podcast. Mm-hmm. So, so it is a little, a bit of a different move. So, so, so when you told people about mm-hmm. it, what did they think? Yeah. So in the beginning, I knew I wanted to do it for my peers and for like teenagers like me, because that was my main goal. My main goal is to make it for teenagers or adults that want to know about different jobs. And that was, you know, that was my main goal. So I told some of my classmates about it and then started spreading around the school. And, you know, I, I have specific stories about some reactions that I won't really get into today, but mostly the reactions were in the beginning kind of like, uh, is this a joke? Are you like, is this is this actually a serious thing you're doing? Because I've known I've been known to like do like random projects as like jokes and what stuff. What random projects? Yeah, like uh, like I made like a website before about something that was like an inside joke, and I made it like a full on like website about it. And <laughs> I, I I made like a lot of different like aspects, so I'm known to like go all in on things that are kind of like like uh, I guess like dumb and stuff but it's just like how i express myself and i like expressing myself in like weird creative ways mm-hmm. i guess this is also one of them but this one was something that i'm actually passionate about and i actually like well i'm passionate about all the other stuff i do but this one like i really like to do and i like making it and a lot of my classmates just kind of uh when it okay when it first started off they were they were kind of just like indifferent to it and i know i i got some laughs i have a specific story which i i probably don't i don't want to get into right now but it's it was like it was a moment where like it kind of shifted my perspective on what i was doing with the podcast so uh, i'll just say that like that experience made me realize that my my let me see okay so i had an experience where I realized that I shouldn't lean on other people's validation as much Mm. because before that I would always look to other people and what they thought of me was what I thought of my about myself and what other people thought about I, I would always think about what other people thought about me and I had an experience where the podcast was the center of it and it actually it the podcast helped me learn that I didn't have to learn I didn't have to lean on what other people thought about me and I didn't have to like I didn't have to listen to what other people thought about me to be like to be happy with what I'm doing so after that I uh, after that experience I started to try more with the podcast and I started like learning more about editing and started booking higher guests Uh, so basically uh, after uh, that experience I I started like working really hard and I got featured on Spotify and then people started realizing that this is actually a successful thing that I'm doing and I was taken a little bit more seriously with the podcast than before. For sure. I think it's it's amazing that 
you're able to think in those terms now because I don't know, like I, I still deal with this today, which is like needing to feel like other people like me and needing to, to please other people. Um, mm-hmm. My, my friends will, when, when they hear me say that, they're like, no way. But I think, it, I think it really is true. And so I think that's like a struggle I deal with too. And so it's amazing that you've kind of like come to that conclusion already. The, mm-hmm. the weird thing, and to like take us out of college admissions for a second, the weird thing about kind of our positions as, as people who like make stuff for the internet is part of the strategy to make money out of this is, is you grow a big enough audience and then you sell ads against that audience or you get sponsorships or mm-hmm. you, you, you turn listeners into, you know, individual support subscribers on like a Patreon type situation. Uh-huh. It's like part of our jobs is needing validation to get money though. Right. I, I actually, I personally, I think of it as I'm, I didn't actually want to have sponsorships on my podcast and I didn't want to put those onto my podcast because and I don't have a Patreon. I don't have anything because um, I, that was my that was like my reaction at first. Like I didn't want to do it. And then I met somebody that actually told me about. He told me that I'm providing a service to somebody, and that the least that I can do is just give out like put a thirty second thing on my podcast to just have them listen to it uh, for a sponsorship. And I kind of thought about that, and I was like. Maybe maybe that's a little true. I am providing a service and even and it's something that people listen to and people take in. So he told me that I should put I should start putting advertisements. So I started putting them on and then I I, I don't know. I'm kind of like still iffy about it because uh like most of my recent episodes I I don't put any advertisements on any of them because I I just don't feel right putting it on. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I I do have like you know those sponsorships that uh, that pop up. But I do, I I just don't know. I don't feel like I feel good when I put those sponsorships on my podcast. I feel like I just want to give. Uh, my main goal is just to impact other teenagers and impact teenagers like all around the world, and that's what I've been doing. And I, I I'm still thinking about putting advertisements, but for for right now I don't have any. I put them on like three or four and then I just left it on. And But I don't really, I don't really think that I want to put on, but it, it might change in the future. Well, you know, for us, the money we'd be making on, on sponsorships, the money I am making on, on sponsorships that you probably heard beginning this episode and you'll hear at the very, very end of this episode is that it's very meaningless because I'm right now hitting maybe like 300, 400 downloads and the, you're, you're paid by cost per thousands of downloads and so mm-hmm. it would take me like three episodes to get to a thousand once i get a thousand i get like fifteen dollars so it's, it's not like a crazy huge amount of money to me my philosophy is just that i spend time doing this and and the way in this society and in this economy we reward work is is mm-hmm. with with money and and so i'm not afraid to say that i think i do a good job and, and i'd like to get some money mm-hmm. to compensate mm-hmm. for me with that. yeah that that was what um the other guy talked talked to me about and that was his perspective on things and i'm going to i'm i'm still thinking about whether or not i should do it because yeah i i can see like my main goal is to help other people but i don't think like i i don't know i'll just th- i'll think about it in the future and i might do it or i might not but um i might i might actually take like a fan vote or something like whether or not they want 
because I've had some messages nice. sent to me and they said they wanted me to start putting ads and they wanted me to start a Patreon. And I I just don't know how I feel about that. Maybe like, uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. That's cool. Well, so that was our brief diversion into like the <laughs> the economics of digital media and the ethics of digital media. But, you know, like coming back to college admissions, I think... You know, you have put yourself in a really unique position where you have a really unique extracurricular activity and you have a unique unique story about continuing to do it despite pushback or at least some type of like disdain mm-hmm. From, mm-hmm. from your peers, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. How do you think this is going to play into your college application? I honestly have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like myself right now, I don't even know that much about college admissions. I don't think anybody truly knows every little bit and piece of not even admissions admissions. yeah so i have no idea and i'm i'm totally fine with that because i just want to share my story and if people like it then people like it if people don't like it then people don't like it and i'm totally fine with that yeah i think that's so i think that's so true that at some point you just have to do the things that that you know make you pleased with yourself so tealand you obviously have a really awesome interest in podcasting, digital media, entrepreneurship. Have you thought a little bit about, I know you're going to senior year, maybe what colleges you're interested in or, or what programs you'd want to do at whatever you college you go to? Yeah, so I'd actually like to preface this by saying that uh, we had to record this again because uh, <laughs> the first time I actually didn't i actually it was no i mean this is something that i think a lot of people should be doing which is like making a spreadsheet and actually like writing down all the colleges they want to go to and then researching the different majors that each college has because i didn't do that before and um before i actually like before when uh, michael interviewed me i actually didn't know like specifically which colleges and which majors i would go into so uh, i spent the time researching each college and each specific major that I wanted to go into. So um, I found it really interesting how not every college has a specific major and not every college has the same. So you really, you can't just say, I want to do business. In, and, but because some colleges don't have like a business major, business administration major, and it really ranges from college to college. So that's what I did. I started making a spreadsheet and I put down the different colleges I wanted to go to and the different majors. And I found that um, I have an, uh, like an emphasis towards the business uh, side of things. So maybe finance, uh, around like finance, uh, maybe business administration. I also like data science and communications and marketing. And I also do a computer science at school. And I, and I also... Um, I also like computer science, so it was kind of hard, like judging between like different schools, and you know, going between different schools and seeing which major I should pick. So it re- it was really interesting, and uh, I think everybody should just try like making a spreadsheet and fill it out with all your schools that you want to go to and apply to and the majors and just research the different majors that are there. Yeah, that's exactly what I recommend and help my like college admissions counseling students do. Um, so definitely making a spreadsheet always helps. 
um, a couple of things I would put on the spreadsheet for your colleges is college, what majors they have, size of school, kind of demographic information. I think this extra step is that is useful to take is writing any special programs that that school has or what's unique about their program when you do that type of research because that information is going to be super helpful as you try to write your why college essays or when you try to prep for interviews so kind of like front loading that research work when you're making that college list can be very very helpful as well mm-hmm. now what what colleges do you think you found that that are strong yeah. in those areas that you might want to apply yeah. to yeah, so um, I live in California, so I want to apply to the UCs, and the UCs have a really different range of things for each school. So, for example, for UC Irvine has a business school, so uh, I think business administration would be pretty interesting for me. But, um, for example, maybe in UC Santa Barbara doesn't have a business administration section, uh, like major for undergraduates so uh, maybe I'd lean towards more statistics or something that's closely related but not like it's not exactly or um, yeah and then other schools uh, like reach um, reaches which I always confuse the word reach with safety because when mm. you reach something it makes it seem like you reach it easily but then no reaches are reaches are like something far away so reaches obviously in california like um stanford maybe uh berkeley and ucla so um uh in uc berkeley that has a business administration major but in stanford doesn't have one uh so it's just a wide range and i i chose majors that i think I would be happy with and passionate about if I got in and it wouldn't be like something like, Oh, uh, you wouldn't like it once you get in or something like that. So I, I just like read up on the different majors, just Google. Like I, I went through like, uh, what is it? Like 20 something websites and just be like, UC Berkeley majors, UC San Diego majors, NYU majors. And I just started like looking through all the majors and seeing, and just like reading through the different ones and seeing which one I thought would, be a good fit for me for sure i think that's like a key thing when you're looking for schools is that word fit it's something college admissions officers love to use but as i've kind of done this for a year and a half and and you know thought about my own time in college and college admissions it's so true trying to find what program you think you'd be happiest at and kind of thinking through like what would best prepare you um i don't know i i think that's a really really important thing so so tell me how how do you think you found schools that fit you like what what types of things were you looking for and how did you come across those things because that's you know those are the types of questions i think a lot of high school seniors are also asking so i think it'd be great to hear from another high school senior to see how they're doing that do you mean like how did i choose the schools or how did i choose the majors well i think it's like a meta question like how do you know what fits Uh you college wise Uh uh-huh well, obviously, I have to like factor in location. I have to factor in costs. I have to factor in the, um, whether I like the school or not. So I'm look. I've been touring schools recently to see um, which schools are a good fit. Well, like which schools I think I might like and which schools I think I might not like. And I think um, touring is really important because it um, 
it really helps you understand which colleges like have a right atmosphere that matches you and because like you know for some examples like some colleges have like a really nature vibe to it like there's a lot mm. of trees and stuff and i love and i love nature too and i also so how'd love, you like, like stanford cities. yeah and there's also like it's some are like also near cities like um you're like right in the middle of the city and there's like you know traffic around you so there's a really wide range of different locations and i had to find out which one would be a good fit for me and um so i factored those into account and for the majors i just uh for for my years uh, i've had like a strong like um like i've had a strong like passion towards the business field and the communications the marketing but i've also really liked computers since i was a young age as well and i've done like programming in school and i i like like building computers and doing that kind of stuff as well so it's just a wide range for me and that's why like i uh, i chose like different majors for different things and obviously some schools are more special to, to some majors and other schools are special to other majors so it's really just looking at which schools fit which major and which like schools fit you totally totally and you know i know you're very keen on staying in california but one suggestion i would give to you but also anybody interested in business and tech is ut university of texas at austin offers a really cool honors program called the turing scholarship turing honors program i think it's called that has you do both a program in computer science and a program in business with the business honors program at mccombs Mm. which is a really big business school i think ranked three in the country according to us news and also has a great recruiting presence Mm. at a lot of like big midwestern consulting firms so hmm. interesting you know wow. just something to look into yeah I know you're fairly keen on staying in california yeah. but another option yeah of course yeah for sure now you know you're you're headed in into college admissions you're headed into senior year how do you think you're going to juggle all that with something like the podcast because you know I, i'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure everybody has told you Fall of senior um, year is really hard. Yeah. So what do you think? What's what's your strategy? And, and maybe fellow high school seniors can, can learn something. Yeah, so I actually juggled it with my junior year as well. And what I would say is that, uh, I don't know, I guess I have good 